Statology Coach Big Little Bonus episode. What a bonus it will be. What a bonus it will be, Sarah. How are you? Good. I'm excited about this one. This is oh, good. This has got some real some real meaty topics. All right. So we're I gonna think. we're gonna jump in. And this topic is about maintaining a roster of <laughs> matches or dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I thought that this woman, I got tagged in this, and I thought that this woman had a really, really, really good point. Okay. So I'm going to start it here. Okay. Hold on. I see so many girls on TikTok saying that they've got, you know, a roster. They've got backup guys. They've got guy four, five, six. And I saw a lady on TikTok say, oh, you know, this is like a sign of narcissism, keeping people as backups but I'm gonna come at it from a different perspective first of all I feel like it, that's all cap you've got six guys on your roster bro I can't even keep one guy texting me consistently I don't see how you guys have four five six guys on a roster maybe it's just because I'm fucking maybe I'm not as as hot as y'all hot girl summer but I, I think it's all cap And I see the point saying like, oh, I've got options because it's like a huge fuck you to men. I get that, girlfriend. But it's also a huge middle finger to like other women. So let's run off the basis that it's all cap, that all of these girls don't have six guys on their roster. They're just saying that as a huge fuck you to men. By normalizing the idea that women like all have six guys dying to treat them right for the one guy that won't, knowing that it's all cap, You'll have some girls being like, oh, well, shit, now I need to start saying that I've got six guys on my roster, otherwise I look like a lonely dickhead. And then you've got the other portion of ladies who maybe aren't making videos, who are just taking in all of your girls' content, saying that, you know, women have six guys waiting to treat you right for the guy that won't text you back. Um, you've got those girls sitting there taking that content in and being like, well, I don't even have one guy talking to me or two guys talking to me. What's wrong with me? So this huge trend of girls being like, oh, you won't treat me right? Doesn't matter, I've got options. I'll go talk to guy number four. I think it's harmful. I don't give a fuck about men, but I think it's harmful to other women. Okay. Okay. I 100% agree with her. Uh, Based on her understanding of the word roster, I do as well. I would have defined it differently, personally. How do you define roster? So she, well, so again, she's seems to be defining roster, uh, at least as I, as I understood it as a rotation of men who are texting regularly, they're off the app. Right. And they're just like, they're, they're a feature of, of life now. Mm-hmm. I would define roster as possibilities still in the app. Like you're, you're not texting regularly. Oh, okay. You're okay. merely a possibility. And that's what I mean when I say roster. I now, think it re- I really roster think be- doesn't necessarily mean like have haven't met them yet or anything like that. But when I say roster, I mean that liminal space <laughs> between date one and uh, any any kind of um, consistency. I think it could be either way, but I think what she's talking about is offline that they have these right. guys that these women have already met, and I one hundred percent agree. Well, if that's the definition of roster, right. yeah, I, I agree with that too. But that you know, women get on this these apps and social media and they talk about their roster. I don't believe them. 
Uh, not if that's what we mean when we say roster. <laughs> no, I, I don't believe them. I, given how dating is today, right? And and given, I'm like, it's so difficult for people just to like maintain one, right? Like, no, no. Yeah, no. I think roster means pos. Well, again, this is just like when I say it, I'm I'm talking about possibilities, right? And I, like, look, I think that there's like the top ten percent or the top one percent of people that men and women that have a t- multiple options. But that's it. Like, I think us regular schmoes, no. And I do think that other women talk about this roster not just to piss off men or make men who they think are seeing their social media and watching them. And it's, mind you, very foolish move to do, by the way. If <laughs> you're trying to let a guy know, Ugh, I, I'm, you know, I'm not waiting around for you. I have a roster. Like if you say that and you're like trying to make a guy jealous or you're trying to give the guy the impression that you have options, well, you've just lost one because he's going to be like, I'm not dealing with that, especially if he's looking for a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the important and like the important thing about the roster and the reason to have a roster again (laughs) is to broaden your options. Right. And you eliminate real possibilities, especially for real relationships, if you make it explicit that you're dating other men. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the expectation, mm-hmm. but it doesn't need to be said. Right. <laughs> and the minute it is said, I mean, this is like one of those, you know, social social coding things, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're just not supposed to say it. Everyone knows it. You just can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you, you just, these are just, there are just certain things that you just don't say. And we'll get to right. another letter that we got that has a similar theme. But I mean, because saying it is an act of hostility. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, mm-hmm. that transcends gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if a man made explicit to me that we were not monogamous, um, this, sir, that is an affront. Right. <laughs> like right. you said that with intention right. to wound. <laughs> right. And on some level, I knew that, but why did you tell me? Right. <laughs> to wound. That's it. Right. Which I think is, I mean, I think is what women are trying to do when they say to men that they're on a roster. They are trying to wound. Yeah. It's just that trying to wound somebody is not really the foundation for a relationship you want to be in. <laughs> yeah. I also <laughs> think hard. that it. If you're main, if you're looking for a long-term relationship, I actually think juggling multiple options is a very bad idea. Um, yes, we have diverged on this. A plenty, as well. a plenty. Well, I it's think one of those evergreen topics. Having one of like having two, like having your backup, but it's somebody that like you you do really like, and it's not even so much keeping a backup; it's having two options, full-fledged options. Yeah. None, no one's a backup. It's, oh, I've met these two people. But I would literally stop at two people. It definitely, yeah. I I would say maybe three. <laughs> but again, that's when, like, that's at the stage where they are real possibilities. Like, there's real promise of a relationship for all three. Like, as you, as you, basically, it's kind of, I view the roster as kind of like a funnel. It narrows, right? If if the ultimate goal is a relationship, like the funnel is gonna, it's you're gonna start out wide and you're gonna narrow in on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a couple promising leads. So whether that's two or three, I don't know. If it's three, good for you. 
Right. Two is plenty. Right. <laughs> but I, I do also, I agree with the point that she says that a lot of this talk about rosters that women do, it really is to one up other women. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yes. And I agree that it, it, it is harmful because it is going to make other women feel like, well, what am I doing wrong? But in general, there's such a fine line between, um, like hyping women up and being supportive and, and one upmanship. Yep. <laughs> on the internet, those things frequently cross paths. Yes. So, um, take, I should also note of the funnel that end stage isn't long. Like you mm-hmm. don't, you don't have long to decide. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just right. felt important to note that. Uh, so I agree with her. I think when you hear a lot of these people talk about rosters, it, it's as the kids say, cap. And Well, didn't it start with call her daddy? Isn't that where this originates? Oh, probably. Oh, probably. And you know what? They, like, they very well might have a roster because they're like the top – you know, they're those conventionally hot girls that, like, stupid bro Well, now guys. I think there's only one of them. <laughs> I, could be, well, I could be wrong about that. You know what I mean. Um, but, yeah, I, as defined on Call Her Daddy, I thought roster meant, like, a rotation of dudes you semi-regularly have sex with. But, again, they don't know about each other. Right. It's just, you know, you're right. not you're not yeah. in a relationship. You're in yeah. situationships. So you know how it's a lie? Want to know how you know it's a lie? She's talking about it publicly. Because right. any smart person well, with, right. who's sleeping with multiple people, <laughs> they're keeping their fucking mouth shut about it. Um, I don't know if this is something she's still talking about. I've only listened to a couple episodes of that podcast I'm ever. I'm talking in general, even on TikTok. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so take that with a grain of salt. And I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, two people, I think it's good just to take the edge off a little bit so that you're not as hyper-focused on one. Right. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't advise more than that. Uh, d- dating wise, like, hey, yeah, you know, if you're still on online date, I, I like, I would, t- I would stop. Like, don't even go on a dating app. Like, if you're looking for a relationship, oh yeah, no, that's it. Like, once you have a solid, you know, you've met somebody. Once you've made a couple matches, focus on yep. them. Move funnel. the third funnel person up out. To the, right, <laughs> right. And once you're in the neck, yeah, that <laughs> that phase isn't long. Like, right at the end of that, there's. There's a one last man standing. Right. <laughs> or woman. Or woman. That's very, we're, we're a very inclusive show. Okay. So here's the next letter. Okay. Hi, Kristen. I really love your content and wanted to get your opinion on something. I met a new man last week for coffee and we hit it off right away. We had only been messaging for a few days, but it was evident that there was a connection and I was pleased that it was that it was there in person as well. I was supposed to work that night for a party, but the party ended up getting canceled. Because of this, the man asked me to come over to his place for dinner. I didn't feel any unease about him, so I agreed. When I got there, he made me dinner and we watched a movie and cuddled. Cuddling turned into more and he struggled to perform. He apologized and said he sometimes struggles with anxiety. I told him he was okay, it was okay and he was okay and that it wasn't a big deal. I know a lot of men struggle with this. Let's see. The next morning we were physical again and again he struggled and apologized and I told him there was no need to be sorry. He asked if I'd like to hang out again that week and I said yes and left. 
I texted him the next day and said I was looking forward to seeing him again, to which he responded, I had a lot of fun with you, but I don't think we should see each other. Something felt off and I don't know what it is. I do. I think I need to be alone for a while. I'm wondering if his inability to perform has embarrassed him to him more than I realize, and I'm so sad that he chose to not see me anymore. Or do you think he simply wasn't that interested in me? I would have thought he wouldn't have asked me to stay, or if he wasn't interested, or made deci- or made decisive plans with me a few days later. My friends think I should try reaching out, but I don't know anymore. Don't reach out. No. Your friends um, are incorrect. <laughs> right. Your friends are wrong. As always, please stop listening to your friend's advice. Please. Unless um, they're us. Right. Unless they're us. <laughs> um, I'm going to go back again. Dinner at his place. Second yep. date. Yep. Understand. 99.9% of the time, that's a guy looking to get laid. Uh-huh. That's it. He he's, did. Not trying to, he's not trying to make any effort. Oh, well, right. he, you know what? You want to come over while I make dinner for myself and I'll make a little extra for you because yeah. that's all it is. Yeah. He has, it's no effort. He can sit on the couch, watch a movie, which he was already going to do. He might've, might've possibly ended it by jerking off, but you were there. So he didn't have to do that. Right. So this is no effort on his part. This guy wasn't making any effort. He, and you know why he asked you to stay? Because you got up polite. <laughs> because it was polite. But yeah. also because A, he had a hard time maintaining an erection. And after that, you got up and were ready to leave. And he felt, he got paranoid. He got insecure. Mm. Oh, I want to see if she'll stay. And he wanted to try for sex in the morning. Right. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's, that know. was my take on this. Yeah, don't then, don't call him. No. 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 And then for him to have the fucking nerve to reply to her and say, you know, there's something's off and I, I just don't know what it is. I do. You're a dick. That's yeah. what's off. You were yeah. all, and, and understand this. He was always going to do this. He was always going to do this. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with you. You know, could it be that it, it, it's issues with getting hard? Maybe, but I think he realized, oh, I probably should fix this issue with my peen. That's what the, the theme of the show. It's the it's the peen theme. It's the peen theme. Peen I think week. I need it's peen. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag peen week on the Dollar Code podcast. <laughs> I like it. I did <laughs> I think too. We're gonna get some new subscribers. <laughs> peen week. So I think he's realizing. Hmm. I should probably tend to my peen. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I try to casually hook up with women again. And that's it. And he had the nerve to try and say something so vague um, and evasive that he knew was going to make you feel bad. Something exactly something was I was going to say, Fuck yeah, he, he blamed it on her. Something As usual. Was yeah. Yeah. Nothing was something, off. Something was off. It was your peen. It was your peen. <laughs> Took the night uh, off. And the yeah, morning. It, in the morning. <laughs> He's a union man. <laughs> he's a union team. <laughs> yep, he's on strike this week. Uh-huh. And uh, that's it. Something was off. <laughs> Sarah, you ready for mm-hmm. the for the next peen? The next I'm I'm ready. <laughs> the encore. <laughs> 
Okay, go ahead. Okay, here we go. I just, I'm sorry, I have to psych myself up for this one. No, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was in a relationship with this guy for three months. He pressured me to be in the relationship. He has a story of cheating with his exes, but I overlooked that. Silly me. Finally, last Tuesday, he came to my house, had sex with me, and then couldn't come. I asked him what was wrong, and he told me that I was too small for him, and that he doesn't go for women like me physically, and that he couldn't be monogamous and wanted to have an open relationship. Jesus Christ, your dick is broken. Shut up. What? Oh, my God. There's there's more. Hang on. If there's one thing that will continue, it's the audacity. Okay? So... So there's four. I broke up with him right then and there. He has been contacting me for a week now, and I have not responded. He finally called from a private number and found me and proposed an open relationship again, (laughs) or just friendship. I refused, of course. I am not sure what to do now, whether to block him on WhatsApp or not. I don't want to look hurt. Yeah. I mean... I, I get not wanting to look hurt. I get that too. <laughs> by this, I get, by this I, person. <laughs> I get that too. But here's another case of a guy. It has no, oh, Flappy Luca. Uh, it has nothing to do with your size or your body frame. What, the fuck? what is? What, look, you're too I, small. I look. I what? had a guy say that to me. I had a guy say that to me once. He's like, "Yeah, you're just not the right size for me." Like what? What? I'm sorry. What? What was that? And I don't know what he was, I don't know if he was referring to my body. I don't know if he was referring to my vagina. I don't know what the story was. But in this case, right, the guy, I don't know if he had come too fast or he, I can't remember, or he couldn't get hard, but this is their go-to. Oh no, it's your fault. It's not my fault. Mm, It's not my fault. Yes. Yes. Because you don't have to necessarily be attracted to a woman to get a hard on. Like, dude, all you had to do was jerk off a little bit and you could have gotten there or it's, or I, I don't know but it wasn't me it's truly it me. broken peen week on datology <laughs> <laughs> broken peens on broken men <laughs> i mean i just am not even sure where to start with this one because of the fucking audacity can you imagine this guy hey what if we have an open relationship no no, <laughs> that or just friendship, be- which is which, of course, means like, what if I talk to you about my broken peen, <laughs> and you can soothe me about it? <laughs> I'll let you uh, buy me drinks sometime while I talk about my broken peen, broken peen, and that emotional I'm using labor with women whose bodies are not too small, <laughs> sir. What? What are you for, sir? Sir, I'm going to need to speak with your mother. <laughs> Who created you? They must be held to account. Hey, Bob. I, I simply will not tolerate this. <laughs> so, look, sometimes it's okay to be the Karen. I'm going to need to speak to your momager. <laughs> I, I really this really just is a story of a of a man's audacity hold on wait, let's revisit that he came to my house had sex with me and then couldn't come i asked him what was wrong he told me i was too small for him and he doesn't go for women like me physically and that he could did he not see her size before he got what see you're rereading it like it's gonna make sense <laughs> but 
this is really just a tale of the audacity. And that he couldn't be monogamous and wanted to have an open relationship. Which is it? You you don't want to, but you don't. I thought you just said, <laughs> hang on. I have whiplash. Do you know, uh, do you remember in the original High Fidelity movie, Rob is talking about uh, being being a teenager and and like learning how to make out, and he describes uh, trying trying to touch boobs and getting <laughs> turned down, uh, and then instead going for the pants. And he describes it as like asking to borrow twenty dollars, getting turned down, and asking for a grand instead. That's what this dude <laughs> just did. Right. Right. He was like, I I can't have uh, twenty dollars. How about how about your entire house then? If not $20, <laughs> can I have your house? He also told me he cheated on me that week. Sir. Brought- Sir. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> just, he, again, you're doing what I did earlier. You just keep rereading it. But it doesn't get better. He has been contacting me for a week now and I have not responded. He also told me he cheated on me that week. Sir. You know what? For a guy who acts like he has all kinds of options, he's sure acting desperate. He is. He is. He Flappy. Flappy he, Luca. Yep. He asked to borrow twenty dollars. He got turned down. He asked for your whole house instead. Yeah. Got turned down again. And then he was like, Well, how about a friendship? Yeah. Which of course just means free counseling. Yeah. <sighs> then I, I think it's exactly, it, there is nothing else to say about this. <laughs> the audacity. The and, audacity. But also, in terms of not wanting to look hurt, it sounds like this person thinks that they're a real prize. Right. And that you're missing out. And so I, they're they're probably going to read this as like, oh, well, you're hurt. You but, know what? <laughs> fuck them. Who cares? Because right. it, yeah, who cares? Right. I, I could they're- see if this were like... <laughs> You know, I, I think the only reason why she would be uh, concerned about looking hurt is because she's hurt. Well, sure. She's hurt. Right. You know, and it's understandable that you're hurt. Um, it is. What is not understandable is literally anything this man has done. Right. Not a single thing here has made sense. Right. Um, like, so you've already blocked him once. So what's the difference? What, what's the difference of blocking him on WhatsApp? I would just block him, get rid of him. Really just, yeah. I mean, he's not going to contribute. He has nothing to offer to the, uh, he has nothing to offer, period. Well, there There. is one thing. The audacity. The audacity. (laughs) And that's it. And that's it. So here's a question. Okay. Hi, I keep getting guys going in for a kiss on the first date. I prefer to wait. What is the best way to shut this down? I need some kind wording. Um, well, they really should be asking you mm-hmm. if they can kiss you. Yeah, the onus should not be on you protecting their ego right. when you turn them down for a kiss they're not entitled to. Right. Um, but I think the point is how does she avoid that awkward moment? And I think the best thing to do, like when you is when you say goodbye, maybe don't hug. Maybe, Hmm. um, and if you do and you pull away, um, I would say don't linger if you do hug, like don't linger, don't, 
don't prolong the goodbye so that it, there would be time for him to kiss you. I think you can um, maybe initiate a cheek kiss if you're comfortable doing so. I think a cheek kiss sets a boundary. Yeah. No, that's a good answer. That's better than mine. Yeah. Initiate um, if, a cheek kiss. If, again, if you want to. Right. And if he if they do go if he does go in for a kiss, turn your head. Yes, yeah, simply back away. <laughs> simply turn your head or back away. Mm-hmm. And if he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, you say, No, I'm sorry. I you know, I typically don't kiss on the first date. Right. No, I mean it's not I you know what? It's not I typically let's do away with all these qualifying words. Exactly. I yeah. don't kiss I, on the first I'm date. I'm still yeah, I still feel that like he needs to accept no. Right. Without a bomb for his ego. Right. So let's right. let's deliberately and boldly. Yeah, let's set that precedent <laughs> right away. Yep. Let's deliberately and boldly go forth. Yep. I, oh, oh I don't kiss on the first date, but yeah. I had a really nice time. And then, you know what? That's you want to get home, send him a text. I had a really nice time. Hope to do it again. Right. There you go. If you worry that he might read interpret that the wrong way. So either offer the cheek, or if he does go in for a kiss and you're not comfortable with a cheek kiss, you say, oh, I'm sorry, I don't kiss on the first date. But I had a really nice time. Get home, send that text. Hey, thanks thanks for tonight. I hope we can do it again. I would even be careful about the wording, I don't kiss on a first date, because it sounds like one of those, I read Rules. a book and this is yep. a thing I'm trying as a oh, Jesus. Yep. strategy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I would not yeah. yeah, I would not frame it as like this is a rule I've applied to everybody and you're no different. Although of course he's not. Um but I would I would instead say like, oh I, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm ready for that. I do like you, however, <laughs> I would like about, to go out again. What about I I prefer not to kiss on the first date until I get to know or I prefer not to kiss someone until I get to know them a little bit. Yeah, I think that works. Especially too. now considering you have a built-in excuse. Right. With yeah. COVID. <laughs> yeah, know? I think that I think that works. Um, yeah, I also think. I mean, again, like, fuck his feelings. Yeah. Tell him you're uncomfortable with it. That yep. doesn't mean you're you are calling him a creep. Like he needs to hear what you're saying and accept right. it for what it is, right? And not internalize it and think that it's about anything to do with him other than just respecting boundaries, right? Yes. Uh, so speaking, what was it? Oh, speaking of those like no kissing rules, somebody DM'd me this week mm-hmm. and this follower of mine must have written a comment on that Canada's dating coach, one of her posts. And it was one of her okay. endless posts about her stupid 90 day, no kissing thing. <laughs> and this okay. woman wrote a comment and said, 90 days, that seems kind of extreme. And so Canada's dating mm-hmm. coach did what so many coaches do. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Gaslight gatekeep girl (laughs) boss. Instead of instead of just responding respectfully and saying, Oh, like, why do you think that? Like, let's have a dialogue. Let's talk about it. Instead of doing that, she just replies with a replies to the comment with a video and Mm. mocks her, basically. So this woman that she mocked. I love that move, that responding with a video to mock. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so ridiculous. It's why I don't like doing it. Uh, and so this person that she mocked contacted me and she's like, oh, she did this to me. And I knew, I knew what she was looking for. Like she wanted me to create a post 
and since I hate this coach and I, I hate, I should say, I hate what she stands for and I hate what she teaches. I did respond, but also because I felt bad for this commenter who was just being mocked in the comments. And uh, so yep, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And so this commenter went to was after she got mocked in Canada's dating coach, whatever, in, in that post, this commenter tagged me and Canada's dating coach came in to the comments and responded to her comment tagging me by saying, is she even in a relationship? <sighs> she doesn't sweetheart. even go here. I am in a relationship. I just don't trot him out every single time. I want to prove I know what I'm talking about because my advice stands on its own. Right. That just irritates it me. It really does. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm obviously going to be perceived as biased, but like, your advice was good even 10 I mean, years ago. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Even when I didn't, it and was it will still continue good. to be good. <laughs> continue to be good. And I don't, you know, someone asked me, someone wrote a comment today and said, Oh, is this your, Oh, you know what we didn't do, but we're going to do it now. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. So now that she, the person wrote a comment and said, Oh, is this your stick now that you're just going to take, um, <laughs> <laughs> call out female dating coaches or you're just going to make fun of female dating coaches? You know what? I very well might if it's advice like this. Hi, everyone. It's Coach Sarah. I am a dating and relationship coach for men seeking to attract, keep, and love a high-value woman. I am celebrating my mom's 71st birthday today. She beat pancreatic cancer this year. Praise God. So I don't have time to make a real professional video, but I want to make sure I'm getting content out there every day because my following is growing so much and my dream is coming true. This is a business I've wanted to start for a long time. So I want to get content out every day. So just forgive me. I just got back from my workout. Today, I want to talk about three big red flags you should look for when dating a woman. Okay, red flag number one, she over communicates. She's sending long paragraph texts. If you don't answer her right away, she's double and triple texting. And you just have a sneaking feeling that she's kind of hanging on your every word. This could be a sign of anxious attachment style. And I'm going to be making a ton of videos on attachment style. It's one of the number one things that predicts relationship success. People just don't know about it. So click the follow button. You're going to want to be uh, following those videos. Red flag number two. She has a lot of provocative or borderline provocative photos on her social media. She also may have a lot of selfies, particularly filtered selfies. This shows that she seeks a lot of external validation and is willing to put herself out there in a way that is going to attract sort of any one of the opposite sex. And you want to be looking for a woman who's very confident in who she is on the inside, in her spirit, in her emotions, in her self-identity, and that does not need to seek a lot of external validation. Okay, there's a difference between showing off happiness and seeking a lot of external validation based on your physical appearance because those are wounds of not being good enough and are also a sign of anxious attachment style. Okay, red flag number three. This is one you may not be thinking of or looking out for. She sits in a lot of masculine energy. Maybe her hobbies are really masculine 
perhaps she has a really masculine-oriented job that requires her to be very assertive and independent and all of those things. And I'm not saying being assertive and independent is bad, but in a dating relationship, you're going to want to be able to transition more into your feminine energy and allow a man to pursue you, to invest in you, to uh, seek you out in the way that his genetics tell him he should because a very masculine woman, oriented woman, will put you in a passive position. All right. I, you uh, good? Yeah. Uh, I have some notes. I was like, oh, oh, she's writing shit down. <laughs> First of all, let's, let's be clear. Nothing she said here. She thinks she's like dispensing some new wisdom. Attachment styles. Where have you been? We've been talking about this for a while. You're new to the game. Now, in her bio, she says she's a professor of psychology, which is... That's a shame. uh, Yeah, it's a shame. (laughs) It is a shame. Um, It's really too bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, let's, let's, Let's tick these off one by one. Now, here's the thing. I don't necessarily disagree that somebody who, like, texts you sort of compulsively when you don't respond. I don't necessarily disagree that that's a red flag. That was the only thing she said that I could agree with. But that was really the only thing. But, oh, if she sends, you know, sort of like paragraph, paragraph long text. And some people are just more comfortable communicating in writing. Some people are neurodivergent and they over explain or they have extensive detail because that's part of their communication style. Some people are just trying to let you get to know them. Some people are just, just nervous. Not, yeah. And, and really to, to take those things and attribute it to anxious attachment style. Th- those things could be indicative of so many things. Like there's so like behavior can be indicative of all kinds of things. You can't just hone in on one thing without like being a therapist and officially diagnosing them. Right. So there's that. There's the second that. One, <laughs> the second one about the photos. Again, like we live in a narcissistic society posting photos, posting these pictures. It's part of the culture. And you're on TikTok, sweetheart. Are you in for a surprise if you think that women are the only one doing that shit? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And and I haven't heard of any women on TikTok posting provocative photos and asking for money uh, under the like they'll either have an OnlyFans. Hmm. They're upfront about it. I haven't heard of the same scam stories about women that I've heard about men. Yeah. who are asking for money on that app. So this is not a f- woman thing. This is not a gender thing. And the filters, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, did she was she not filtered to death in that video? I have a note about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's yeah. wrong with me? filters? Right. We have the filters because we don't feel as women, we can just be ourselves on camera. Well, we, we can't. We can't. We can't. We'll be mocked. We'll be ridiculed. Our 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 beauty is our value. I and mean, we don't also look- we like we've talked about this before too. But like, w- it is at this point jarring to see texture on skin. Yes. So if someone is using filters, um, well, first, yeah, first of all, so was she very, very right. clearly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, and second of all, like that's that's just that's the zeitgeist, man. That's what we're doing now. Yes. And don't talk to me about, oh, she's just seeking validation from men. Really? Tell me more, dating coach for men. Because nothing screams, pick me more than a woman who's a dating coach exclusively for men. Well, I don't know. I I, I can think of a few more things. Okay, please. I think you have it on your list. Tell me. Because they're in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that screams, pick me louder and harder is any statement of, forgive me. For my appearance. Right. But then when you pair that with, I just got out of the gym. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we also uh, immediately throw in the trash the phrase high value women? It, high value men, high value women, get That's rid of it. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. Like, what are, That's what are you saying? That's all I have to say about that. It's fucking like, gross. Yep. Dating coach what? for men. Uh, for men. <laughs> yeah filters filters on selfies while being filtered i think we've already covered yeah. uh seeking external validation dating coach for men <laughs> made a note about that clocked that one as well <laughs> let's talk about provocative photos what should can we please uh first of all who the fuck are you to decide whether a photo is provocative or not like, let's not pretend that provocative has a uniform meaning because there are way different standards for different body types. What mm -hmm. makes a photo provocative or not largely depends on the meat prison you inhabit. Okay. So, <laughs> so there's that. But also mm -hmm. the fucking audacity. Mm -hmm. Who are you to decide whether this is provocative or not? Also, the statement about like, oh, provocative photos, uh, are seeking external validation but on the other hand you do want someone confident okay well how about if someone who lives as a woman poses in a swimsuit for example for a photo and posts it on the internet like explain to me how that's not confident right you can't do right. it <laughs> right because that in itself is an act of extreme bravery that i will never attempt yes yeah, uh, and something tells me she's new to the internet. Something yeah. tells me she's going to learn really fucking <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah, she might be new here. Yeah, I um, think she is new here. Yeah, but also, again, like, if you want someone confident, but you don't want provocative photos, well, because that means external validation. Well, what if there's a provocative photo, but the comments are turned off? Well, what does that prove? Does that prove she's not confident or does that prove that she's not seeking external validation? Do you see what I'm saying? Like these points yes. just conflict with each other, reinforce shitty beliefs that shitty men already have. Right. And I mean, right. on the one hand, I'm like kind of about this because like, yeah, let's take their money. Sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But I, you just can't convince me that men are paying for this service. Because um, they don't need to, right? Like, they've already got their own cheering section reinforcing these shitty beliefs. Um, what I also made note of is I thought her word choice was especially interesting um, when she was talking about wounds of not being good enough. She didn't say not feeling good enough, Ooh. which goes back to the high-value women thing again. Like, tell me, tell me again how we don't all have worth, Dr. Sarah. <laughs> And then also, my final note, 
<laughs> is about masculine energy. Fucking, I, I'm telling you. And again, uh, 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 again, word choice I think is really key. Masculine energy because you want you want to allow men. Let me stop you right there. No, I don't. <laughs> That's false. First of all, I don't need to allow men to do shit. Right. Nor do I want to. <laughs> and if a man is truly beholden to his genetic instincts and has no capability of controlling his actions, he's just a slave to chemistry. Right. Certainly don't want to allow that man to walk right. among us in society. Right, because we already have enough of them, and they're called rapists. What? All of this is trash. This is trash. That's the end of my notes. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. Let's. We'll go quickly into the masculine and feminine energy thing. Mm. Okay. Let's. I, I, this is after I after I knock down all the myths about oxytocin and brain chemicals. I'm going to get into this bullshit because. So far, some of my research, what I've learned is this comes from the, uh, there's a belief of the greater yin and the greater yang and the mm -hmm. lesser yin and the lesser yang. Uh -huh. And there are attributes associated with each one. And we, sure. we, we, over here, <laughs> over here, we have assigned a gender to them. Right. Based on those attributes. That's right. I believe we've talked about this before. We've decided culturally that any behavior is not that is not trash is feminine. Whereas all trash right. behaviors are masculine. Right. Which exactly. is why you want to allow him to punch a wall when he's angry. Right. Right. So there is no such thing as male and female energy. Just like there's nope. no such thing <laughs> as the male and female brain. Nope. There's no gender to the brain. There's nope. no, there's very, very minimal differences in the brain between men and women. Mm -hmm. It's not that. Energy, that's real. That's science. That's fact. That's indisputable. I won't deny the existence of energy. <laughs> but energy does not have a gender. Shut uh, no. the fuck up about it. Right. Like, yeah. stop. Just stop with, with that. Because, again, women lap that shit up. I don't, you know, well, I mean, just to, to an extent, I understand it. We all want to make sense of our world, you know, but. <laughs> right. We want control over something that we have no control. Yeah. I mean, a lot of this really just comes down to like excusing trash behavior. Right. And explaining it away. Well, right. they, it's just their genetics. That's just their energy. Right. Okay. But is no. it trash? Because <laughs> it sounds like it's still trash. Is there such a thing as trash energy? Because I'll, I'll buy into that. <laughs> it seems like there is. A, a trash aura. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, your chakras. Your chakras are trash. All your chakras are aligned with trash. <laughs> and I'm calling oh your mother. All right, all right, all right. Okay, <clears throat> wow, this was a this wasn't a this wasn't a big little bonus episode. This is a big big bonus episode. Any final thoughts? Trash. Calling your mother. <laughs> Some week. Pain week. Her. Pain week. <laughs> all right, the Substacks. Go to go to patreoncom slash podge to hear to hear this week's full length. Other full-length episode yeah. not published on Substack. 
write the best dating profile ever dating profile uh zoom class july 14th uh at 6 p.m the link is go to my website click the go to datealgycoach.com click the events tab and it'll take you to the page master online dating zoom class july 21st follow me on TikTok at datology coach follow me on instagram the kristen m t-h-e-c-h-r-i-s-t-a-n-m and that would be that sarah this was mm-hmm. a, a hell of a day hell of a day we made trash. it we made it to the other <laughs> looks like we made it to the other, <laughs> to the trash rainbow <laughs> oh okay the trash, the trash rainbow all right bye bye, bye. <laughs>